This episode of Witch Police Radio is brought to you by the Winnipeg Comedy Showcase 4th Year Anniversary Show, serving up four years of laughs at the Park Theatre on March 30th. Doors are at 8 o'clock, show at 9, and tickets are $10 from the Park Theatre, into the Music Osborne, online, or from the comics participating. So it's kind of an unwritten rule with this podcast that the only partners we work with uh, for these promos at the beginning of the episodes are, you know, organizations, venues, bands, labels, businesses, anything that I kind of personally uh, promote and agree with and would like to support. And if you're a regular listener to the podcast, especially to the live episodes, you've probably heard me complaining or Ryan making fun of uh, my old man knees. So basically, I have arthritis in my knees, and until now, I've never really had anything that will deal with the pain. A friend recommended that I try a CBD product on my knees. Uh, CBD is a non-psychoactive component of the cannabis or hemp plant. I tried it on my knees and, and it was unbelievable. Uh, I can't say enough good things about how well this worked. Uh, as someone who does a lot of walking, especially outdoors in inclement weather in Winnipeg, it's night and day in terms of my ability to just go and do what I want and without having to deal with any annoying aches and pains in my knees. So I'm very happy to bring on Low Cloud as the newest partner for Witch Police Radio. Low Cloud Incorporated is Winnipeg's premier legal CBD online retailer. They carry a wide variety of products, from CBD oils to vitamins to pain relief to even skin care. They'll ship right to your door, no medical card or green card needed. You just have to be 18+. plus. All of their products are derived from industrial hemp, and their products are rated top three in the world for purity, sitting at 99.9%. Check out their website, lowcloud.ca, for testimonials in their blog, for some great educational pieces, as well as their massive variety of products. They ship Canada-wide, and also do local private delivery. Please use my code CBDWITCH for 15% off your first order. You're listening to Garbage Show, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Radio. I'm your regular host Sam, and I'm uh, at Robin's Donuts again, which seems to be the, the spot for talking to people from out of town. Um, so uh, I'm here with a familiar face, voice on the show. I guess if you've been listening for a long time, uh, you were last on maybe two years ago. I think I think it was two years as a yeah. member of Boys Club, yep. and so now you are here as yourself, which you go by the name Storier as a, as a stage name. So. <laughs> yeah. um, I guess maybe just let's start with a bit of background on what has happened since then, because at that point I think you were still living in Winnipeg, right? Yeah. Yes. Well. I was summering in Winnipeg, so I was studying out in Edmonton. Right. I was spending summers here. The plan was to come back. Right, it it sounds familiar, yeah. It actually worked out. Um, I had a job for after school lined up. Um, Found out my literal last day of classes of my university career that there's some various hijinks that legally (laughs) I can't really discuss. Okay, that job evaporated. That sucks. So I ended up becoming kind of like permanently an Edmonton resident, at least for okay. the foreseeable future. So that kind of made, like, Boys Club worked as a summer Yeah, Christmas because project. you could actually play shows and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. now it's not school anymore, it's work, so my right. time off is obviously way less. Right, and you're only here because of holidays. And exactly, been, yeah. 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 Sure. So I, I come when I can, but we did play a show over Thanksgiving, but it's not enough that we could write ever oh, together oh, course, anymore, yeah. Yeah. and we really... We get bored of our, our music so fast. So right. Without, so without being able to write with them, I still have riffs coming. Sure, sure. But I need to do something. Well, I guess the catalog is not so big, too, that you can just keep going into... Exactly, yeah. You have yeah. sort of a I mean, set of songs. five 
released but they're all EPs right right and two of them we never want to play right right so it's like so is that officially closed is the boys club officially done now as far as anything new coming out or is it just sort of floating it'll, it'll in be the... done until I make it back with some sort of permanency okay, which okay. I would love but who knows I yeah mean, you can yeah. so for the foreseeable future, Boys Club is maybe a thing that might play a show once in a while. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, Sawyer is the Sawyer is the focus. The focus. Okay. Yeah. So, were you working on those songs while you were in Boys Club? Like, is there? Yeah. It, like, was there a division of okay, here's the band song and here's a solo song, or was it just these are songs that you're coming up with and they sort of found their own way? At at the start, um, they were they were just there was no there was no division at the start. It was okay. just riffs a riff. We'll, we'll see what I can do with it. Yeah. Um, and it was how it always worked because we would often not have like a lead guitar player, so I would just have to do both. Right. So I'd get a skeleton, which is like was often like folk based. I'd get yeah. a skeleton to Bernard, the boys' club bass player. Yeah. And he would play it, and then I would be able to, to build on that kind make of make it more emo. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. More, sure. more twinkly. Sure. But uh, <laughs> without getting to bounce off him, it started to have to just stay as a skeleton. It was right. And so then. Naturally, they just kind of started turning a little folkier, a little. Like a little okay. Because yeah, I mean, I, I listened to the tape. I, I really like the tape actually. Yeah. It's uh, you were talking shit about your own tape for a while there, <laughs> so I wasn't sure what to expect. But then I put it in. It's just, it's really good. I wouldn't. Um, I don't know if I necessarily even attach the emo tag to it at all. Like it mm. just sounds like a folk record, basically. I know, I know. And like, I think marketing wise, that's probably something I should get used to. Right, saying, right. But it's just hard, like. I don't know, it's emo as a crush. <laughs> right, right, right. It's a nice little uh, blanket to hide under. So, like, I guess kind of going back to the songwriting thing, though, I mean, you know, if this isn't necessarily emo and the old stuff was, mm-hmm. is there something different that you're doing in the songwriting, or is it still just, yeah, just think, stripped down this? I think the biggest difference is, like, sometimes the songs, like, the riffs would start when I was, like, messing around with Sebastian. Right. we would, outside of practicing, we would just hang out at the jam space because it was their dad's music room so yeah that was really cool yeah, we were there so last like we had to rent or anything right. so we didn't have set times whenever no one was in the school we could use it so we would just hang out yeah. and, and play always so a lot of like the more emo stuff I think would come from playing plugged in yeah makes sense playing like with, with a nice reverby amp and, and get some cool patterns from his drums right away yeah so we were able to kind of head in that direction from the start I think just the fact that it's now always on my own right it's, it's got to be more stripped down I mean even like Boys Club had some clear like folk punk sure, yeah. I think and well, those would be more if I was just doing it myself and when you were last on the show too you did a, you performed a live acoustic song which yeah. I think is I think it's actually on the tape yeah. that song yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean that it doesn't sound that different from the Boys Club stuff but I mean it, it's still kind of you can see it's a different thing right mm-hmm. so yeah it's cool um, do you still think that there's like as far as content of the songs like is there still kind of an emo vibe to it I mean it's, it's sad lyrically, <laughs> like, yeah lyrically I think um, I think it's always going to be it's just like the kind of art in like right besides music like literature movies whatever, just a whatever it's, big downer <laughs> yeah I don't know it's it's um, it just sort of appeals to me the most I think. okay and uh, so I, I don't I'm trying to like I'm trying to this new one I'm hoping it's going to be a bit of a branch like a little more like Storytelling. Like okay. Now that I'm starting to embrace like the folky aspect, right? More like traditional more. aspects of folk, yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, I've sung about the same handful of girls <laughs> right. for so long, and like, even when 
over all those EPs and then yeah, uh, yeah. And, and it's like how many different <laughs> experiences can you have with like a partner that you can articulate like well I think there's some people who can just <laughs> take it and go run with like one you know yeah, one yeah, experience exactly. and make 7,000 songs so on I it, don't I don't want I'm trying to like really pare down how many girls songs <laughs> right right uh, find something else to be sad about for a while yeah yeah <laughs> so try to like make it maybe a little more relatable because a lot of times like I would I don't know like I, I never really was able to write with anyone in mind like uh, this my friends love this one right, or this right. like scene I like this as I was kind of like I'm like I have this to say about this person and it's kind of here a great it is. way to articulate it sure, and get yeah. it off my chest so I do that and so now I think I'm just trying to like sell out <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> I'm just like trying to make it a little more relatable yeah. bring it out of my own head and, well is it more is it easier to kind of get people's interest as, as a folk act rather than emo act because emo has like all these I think we talked about this before too yeah. all these negative connotations For right? Sure. and like folk is fairly neutral I mean you know yeah I mean it's it's it's, it's weird because like I'll get I'll get people coming to, to or people who will listen to Sorry or who wouldn't who stop listening to Boys Club right and I'll get like people really excited like People are out, a bunch of my friends are asking me to come back and play Sawyer shows. Cool. People who I who could would never come to boys club shows anymore. Yeah. And like I, I don't like we had one really aggressive record, and I don't think anyone ever forgave us for that. Like right. My friends never trusted us again. <laughs> and um, but still just, sad though, right? Yeah, yeah, aggressive, aggressive yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I just think like I don't know, like I'm getting older too. It's hard to get like it's so depressing. Like my peers, like no one wants to go and hear loud music anymore. Yeah, like, yeah, you have yeah. to be. In the mindset, like... It has to be a special occasion, right, to go see a loud band? Yeah. Exactly. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I still love aggressive music. Yeah, sure, else, sure. But, like, your, your average your average listener, I think it's it's a bit of an ask to come... Yeah, especially if it's extremely aggressive. I mean, if it's, yeah, uh, yeah, and even, like, I don't think, like, Boys Club near the end was particularly aggressive, but just, like, it's a... It's still a nice punk band at, at heart, yeah. I think. Like, Savvy still hits hard. It's probably going to be a bar show, too, or yeah, something exactly. like that, right? Versus yeah. you could play with the acoustic guitar anywhere, right? You, yeah, yeah. yeah.
Interesting, just because there's more parts to it. There's, right. more, there's more music, more musicians involved. And I'm, I've always thought of myself as a guitar player before a singer. And right. I get to do more with the guitar when I have a bass behind me or somewhere else. Sure, because someone's filling in the color and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I, I have like I'll always have a soft spot for Boys Club, and I think Sebastian's the coolest drummer. Right. And, and Bernard, like especially like once he got on in med school and became a doctor, like not being able to practice. Yeah. And then just coming up with these riffs on the spot. Like there's this one record he was in it was uh it was Ginger Ale. Yeah, he was in South America and we didn't know okay. when he was gonna get back. And so he hadn't been jamming the songs in the summer. So I played one or two songs of bass on the record and he shows up in town like, Oh, sweet and yeah. he recorded that weekend. Oh, wow. Having never really it played the songs before right in, yeah. and like listening to him back, like these are amazing. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, That's the kind of guy you want in a band, for right? Sure. Just wanted, yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. We've had like a wrecking crew of other guitar players coming in, like when Dan comes yeah. in yeah. like he's pretty. I think he was how this we initially yeah, got exactly. on the show in the first yeah, place. Yeah, he does some cool stuff. Very he's cool. Got some really cool ideas. Yeah. And then we had Nick Fonzie from Sitcom play whenever we can because he's just so naturally inclined to emo right, right. <laughs> So it's right. good. But so yeah, I, I don't know. That was a rambling answer, but no, no, it's it's cool. It's, it's, cool. it's been easier to get people hyped on story just because it's a more yeah accessible. Have you been playing more shows? Like, or are I've you... never played story in Winnipeg, to be honest. But, but in Edmonton, um, I well, I I was playing, but I thought I was coming home, so I never made any efforts to play. Right like, to get kind of entrenched yeah, in the so scene I, there. I yeah. played a basement show. I played. Um, we threw a show at the school, which was crazy. And then I'd play, I'd play with, like, the only people, like, any connections I had were from, like, Sean. Uh, right. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. like, people through punk. So, like, I played with, like, a skate punk band. Right. Like, between skate punk bands. And it was funny. It's like, okay. But that kind of seems like a, that's, that's like a role. That there, there's always, like, some acoustic guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, Nick Dyson is an example here, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I mean, for He plays sure. tons of shows. Like, he very much has the punk aesthetic, even though he's a folk singer, right? So, yeah. yeah and so, it's just, like, it's more comfortable, like, trying to do, like, Shows like yeah, people are such dorks. Like they take it so seriously, and you, right. you lose like you lose that kind of camaraderie. Or in punk, even if you hate the other band, like, you yeah, get where they're coming. Yeah, from. for sure. So it, it would it would be it would always be part of the band. You're like, okay, if you guys are yeah. having a good time with that first set, I'm gonna bring you right down, bump you right out, catch <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you going. for the next <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So and and then <laughs> since I've been permanent, I've been trying to play shows. And I guess I did my first. Like proper show a couple of weeks ago, I opened okay. for a bunch of Scrams bands, which was right, right in my wheelhouse. I yeah. think, but like, I don't like. It was because the school I went to out there was like so much like high school. There's still a pretty big group that hangs out okay. together all the time, so it's fairly easy to get a good draw. So, and but they're not punk kids, so they really hated Scrams. So right. the, the the promoters were not really happy with me playing first and everyone's <laughs> taking off but I, don't know, I love scrams and right. I, I, just think, I just thought it was kind of like a nice like I, I like the shows going in, in like an ascending or descending order from like a, like a folky or emo yeah. type thing up to scrams or sure. like reverse it have your aggressive band and then end up with folky yeah. Yeah. yeah so I thought that was cool but it, I think I'm gonna have to start Regrettably, <laughs> working my way into indie rock. But you can do even like the coffee house thing, right? I mean, yeah. the folk thing is, yeah. is, and there's so many different facets of folk too. Yeah. You, you could potentially like, like, he's open for for a punk band, and then 
open for like a I don't know like a bluegrass band or something. I mean, yeah, exactly. Even though sonically, I think you're more obviously indebted to punk than yeah. any of the other folk stuff, but you know, it would work. Like, yeah. So I'm just like trying to book shows out there with indie bands. Like, you know, what? for the people who are gonna come see me, I'm yeah. gonna make it so that the whole night's not like as much of an adventure for them. Right, right. And just like all the responses I get, like, oh no, we're not trying to play too many shows in town this year. Like, yeah. Like, keep the buzz going. And they're like, oh, we just rented like. We rented a couple weeks of studio time to write and stuff. And yeah. Like, that's just such a... I mean... It's weird. Know, it's like Canadian prairie indie. Like, how many of you are really going to do anything with it? Let's <laughs> stop taking it so seriously. Yeah. Have fun. Like, it's... It's going to be 15 years and you'll be playing the same venue you've yep. ever played. But because you were so serious about it, what was what was it worth? Right. So, all that effort and everything for you. Exactly. Yeah. So we just have some fun with it. I think that's something the punk scene has that other scenes maybe don't exactly, too, right? It's yeah. like people don't give a shit because they're just a yeah. punk band and whatever. You know, it's going to last like two years and then, yeah, then it's even, done, right? Even if, even the, like, against me, like the guys are still working. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, Laura's not because she's well, famous, more yeah. busy. Yeah. Business yeah. Yeah, stuff, for sure, yeah. Like, like, yeah, he's super, like, the upper echelon of punk bands are still. Yeah, it's still like, there's uh, <laughs> a sense that it might end any, any, any for, more, for sure. point, right? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you, uh, have you, or are you considering adding more instruments to any of these songs? Like, have you thought about kind of flushing them out more, or is it strictly yeah, going to be... so for this, for the next release, I definitely want to... Most of the songs are probably going to be acoustic bass, but I want to be able to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, like, overdose okay, cool. some electric stuff. Because I want to riff a little bit. And yeah. Like, I've never really had a... I've never had a record of any like blues bass or, or folk bass soloing. Okay. Which would be nice to do. Yeah, it's different, you know, right? Then, I mean? Yeah. 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 I, mean, I, I, I love the like, very like art, articulated, like focused riffing style of emo, but it would be fun to, just, to go into a record and have no idea what I'm going to play and just like, do a couple takes, see right. which one sounds one best. One of them fits it, yeah. yeah. I'd, like, I'd like a little just basic percussion. So hopefully I'm going to do a Jordan again, Jordan yeah. Roth, and maybe Sebastian. Just like just add a little, little minor percussion. I would eventually one day like to do a try a full length. So like if you keep, keep doing this, I assume you will because it's you, right? So yeah, you can just. I, yeah. I don't expect the riffs to ever stop, so I, I'm going to do it as long as I can. Right. And I mean, I don't have many expenses because it's just me and the so guitar it's, yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't see what could make me stop for the foreseeable future sure but yeah I, I, the thing is about doing a full release one day the only people I'd really want to play on it would be like Sebastian and Bernard right, which and are then it's like basically boys, boys club again <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I don't yeah. know I think the only difference the only like the only way that would happen right now and I'm not closing any doors yeah, yeah. would be like okay send just send them the the riffs, send them everything like a like on an iPhone yeah. file, and then be like, okay, I'm gonna be in town for a weekend. We have to record <laughs> this once. And it's like because like Boys Club is collaborative, like, right? And sorry, or, well, it naturally isn't because yeah, of you, exactly. yeah, yeah. And the point of it would be, I mean, some of the fun is that like there are some riffs we never got to use. Like me and me and Sebastian would, wouldn't agree on everything. Okay. Everything we agreed on, everything we put out, I'm pretty proud of. But like the, the kind of the point of story is that, and and through no fault of his, like I don't expect him to like everything I, I want to play. Right. So some of the stuff. Well, because it's not his band anymore. Exactly, right? Yeah. Some yeah. of the stuff is, is just things that I have to put out. Right. <laughs> right. Anyone wants to jam on them or not? You know what I mean?
When you recorded the last one, were, had you already moved when you recorded the last one, or was yeah. that so you just same thing came back for a weekend kind yeah. of thing? And well, I mean, okay, I was still, I was still in school, so okay. I was still getting four months in summer. I was still, right. but it was over Christmas. We still did it in one day, and that was that's crazy. Yeah, so it was over Christmas. Yeah. yeah, and that's the plan again this time. Yeah, to just bash it out in a day. Bash out in a day. How many songs? So there's five. Songs that are pretty close. Okay. Haven't finished lyrics. And so we're getting a, down to the wire. Yeah, I guess so. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's an EP again, I guess, right? Yeah. And are you doing a tape as well? Hopefully, I think Sean. Okay. We haven't really like. I kind of sprung it on him that I was doing another one. Right. But um, I would. I 
would really love to play a Winnipeg show. Yeah. So some kind of release maybe in the spring would be just if you have awesome. a couple days off to get back or yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I'm not sure I don't I have no plans for the release yet. Right. Basically like just get recording out of the way first because I only have so much time in yeah, town. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm sure I'll finish the lyrics in time. <laughs> like, this is this happened with the last record. Oh yeah? So, yeah. It's with by myself the hardest thing is like I don't have any pressure right finish so you don't have to finish because yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, yeah, for sure. you can get, procrastinate right I'll get to it but yeah. like with with boys club like they would want to start hearing something yeah so I would like just stay up late one night have a computer at the Soros yeah yeah <laughs> what rhymes with sad <laughs> right right you probably have all those exactly, by now, exactly yeah. yeah so I would sit down and I would force through it and I don't think I put out anything lyrically that I there's a line here that everyone has a line yeah of course here, yeah. but I don't think there was any song that felt rushed okay and with Soria there's no pressure so I'd never I'm always like when it comes to me when I'm on the bus when it comes to me when I'm walking right. around I'll do it but now I have to have like one night where I'm like just bang a little quick yeah, yeah. yeah. did you uh, I mean using Jordan to record with I mean that definitely is another side of the punk scene even yeah. though this isn't a punk record right <laughs> yeah. so like did you why did you go with him I mean he's obviously the guy for a lot of punk bands in the city and to you to use I mean had you worked with him before like did he work on the boys club stuff previously yeah or? he did all but one all but oh, okay, the first okay. boys that club that makes sense yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly like I think Sawyer is a lot more I, I, I mean it sounds corny but I feel a lot more vulnerable doing it right and having a guy that I'm friends with and that I've dealt yeah, with yeah. since I was like 21 <laughs> is, is, is really nice and I don't feel awkward and he's hearing all your yeah yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah, like he's heard a lot of different sonic changes. He's 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 supportive too, which helps. I mean, like you know, it's when when you're writing like really like sad personal stuff, <laughs> like it's nice to have someone. Oh, it's just good. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah have a little more confidence doing it, and he's I don't know, like it's, it just helps. I this is gonna sound like I, he's just a matter of convenience, but like <laughs> he, I could text him. I'll be like, it's just me. Yeah. Carve out a day, and he'll be like, all right, here's all these days at work. What works for you? That's awesome. Yeah. Well, because he's really busy too, right? So that's, he is. Yeah. He is. So it's it's like I don't have to. You don't have the pretenses of like trying to book a new guy and sure. feeling each other out. It's just it's just text him up and, and yeah. He, I mean, he's he's like he's edited a couple like record covers and stuff for me. Yeah, I think I saw that in the credits of the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't even remember which ones, but he's done. He's he's helped he's helped out and and yeah we've played with Bleed American and uh, it's like the, the, the kind of I don't really like leaving the pocket of like any sh- like him Sean K Project sitcom yeah. like those guys kind of this incestuous little circle exactly yeah, yeah. yeah it's, we don't we try to play most of our shows one of one of those those yeah. groups do all our records like. Nick's played on a, North Sang on a bunch of records right. and, and stuff, and we, we try to. I don't know, it's just it's, it's comfortable. Is it uh, how different? Is, I mean, obviously, you know, the vulnerability of it and the awkwardness of just being you in front of a, a guy, you know, recording you. But yeah. I mean, how different is it to record solo than it is to record the band? Uh, it must be a weird experience almost to compared to having everyone there with you, right? Like, or yeah, it's and just it, just thinking of like the actual like technique, I guess, of recording. I mean, he's got. Vocals and guitar, that's it to yeah. deal with, right? So, this is obviously very different than trying to mix all these different instruments and stuff. The, the cool part is 
is that you can try more the day of. Like, you, you sure. I can just have an idea and, and run with it. Right, because you're not setting up a drum set and exactly. everything. And I, yeah, could, yeah. I could fill, I could figure a little, a little bit out. Um, the the worst part is that um, with a drummer who has to, you, you do your click track, but he's got to get yeah. his drums down first. You have to have the structure completely figured out. Right, because you can't change it after exactly. he's recorded. Which is nice because then you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, I on the on the story one, I came in with like two songs, like. Sure, if I'm gonna need that third verse, I'm right. sure I'm gonna throw that bridge. I did like that spoken word song, which was like, I have no idea how this is gonna work. I, right. did, I tried to map it out at home so that I, it, it, like, lyrically and I guess not lyrically because it's not, I'm not saying like structurally, it, like, kind structurally of that it, it all made it all made sense and it didn't work the way I okay. had planned it, but it worked better. So that that's, that's kind of cool. Guess, it's, yeah, yeah. it's 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 a little spooky. <laughs> not yeah, not ex- exactly. But that's more on me, which I'm allowed to do because it's solo. Yeah, but yeah. I think in terms of like actual recording process, I mean, Boys Club has always worked as a late night band. I think I said on the on the last podcast because we're all in school. Yep. And so recording is not a late night process for Jordan. Right. So it that's was a job for him. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that collaborative in the actual okay. process? I mean, we would try to get there for each other's things if we could, but often. It's just like, all right, good luck. Yeah, yeah. See how it sounds, and yeah. we'll, we'll play to it. So this so. is more you're working directly with him, and it's yeah, team, yeah. It's like a so teamwork almost. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So I see it all the way through. Yeah, with this one because cool. there's no one, there's yeah. no, no one else. So yeah, it cool. was <laughs> after the last one, just hearing my voice by itself. I'm yeah. Like, all right, man. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna need some studio magic. We gotta crank that reverb. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of reverb on it. <laughs> yeah, that for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, but it that sounds good, though, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess it's cool that you did. I mean, obviously, you have to having the connection with them already from, from having worked with them before, being friends with them. That helps, of course. But I mean, a lot of people who are doing just something with just guitar and vocals, it's not that uncommon for someone to just get a little recorder and just just go, yeah. right? I mean, especially in the days of throwing shit up on Bandcamp. Yeah. Like it's so it, it, it kind of makes it stand out almost because it's obviously produced. Like it's you know it's yeah yeah. yeah it's I think it's cool. just a matter of like. The only reason I sang at Boys Club is because no one else would. Right. And then I got kind of hooked on it. Right. So I was like, okay, I like being a the, front the man, guy, right? I like yeah. being, like, I like having something to say. Still don't like singing. Right. So I don't, like, I, I still think it sounds dreadful. Like, even even the, the songs that people like vocally yeah. the most, cringing. Like, it's so uncomfortable. So I, I, I've tried... Like just a little recording. I don't. Uh, it's got to. It's got to be proper. Right, right. So I think. He, I think it helps. I do think. I'm feeling a little better vocally for this one, and because I've done it once before. Yeah. Um, you you could just like uh, you, with 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 the full band, you could just sing it a couple times as long as you're on on key. Yeah. Then the actual like the timbre, the quality of your yeah. your voice doesn't really matter that no, much. No, because everyone else is covering sound, up. Right? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But by yourself, it's like okay. Being, being, uh, hitting the right note's not enough. Yeah. You gotta make it sound. Yeah. Well, that's how <laughs> the that's, that's the thing with any instrument, any band, yeah. really. I mean, if you're the bigger the band is, the easier it is to fuck up. <laughs> because it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. You know, especially live, it's gonna get mixed in with everything else, and like, no one's gonna know who did it. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're, yeah, solo, it's it, very. Different. It's so, like, it's, it's so intuitive, but I never really considered it. Yeah. So, listen, and I was like, I really like the guitar tones on the Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the first Sawyer. And I was like, God, this sounds awesome. I can't wait to hear yeah. how it sounds. And the first track, he sent me the vocals for the first mix. 
I was honestly like, I don't think I could. I don't think I could put this out. Oh, really? Even even like after he he uh, worked some studio magic, like I was, I thought I was gonna scrap it, and then like, just sort of discomfort over the vocals. Like, yeah, yeah. I, thought was, I thought it was horrible. And then my roommate was just like, yeah, you got to put this out. I really, yeah. really like it, and I, I like I said, oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. But, So, like the type of music you're doing, like it's you know again the vulnerability, the kind of personal songwriting, yeah. having almost an awkwardness about singing works for it. Like it, it fits because it's kind of like you're, you're talking about personal stuff, and yeah. it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about. So if you're singing a little bit uncomfortably, like it comes through, right? And it kind of adds to the maybe the effect of the song because of that. So I think that I think it works. Yeah, because like there's definitely there's no there's no persona. Right. Yes. To yeah. It. yeah. Like, and, and you're those, not like folk guy. Those kind of acts really like, freak me out. Yeah. Like, you like. 
you see them on stage, you see them in interviews, a certain thing, and then if you meet them, you have to like watch them like work up into that into the guy rather yeah. than just being himself. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I think with me, it was always like one of the appeals is that it's. Well, it comes across as genuine, right? Yeah, like, I don't know how to do anything different. <laughs> right, so it's, it's, uh, there's nothing fake about it. Yeah. It's the best I can do, and I hope yeah. you like it. There's like, it's hard. This this is ironic. It's hard to earnestly describe your approach as earnest, but right, <laughs> do, right, but it is. Yeah, I yeah. Do yeah. think like, that's the only way I know how to do it. Yeah. So well, that's kind of actually it's funny that um, you say it like that because emo, I think one of the digs that emo often gets is the the fake earnestness, right? A lot of people kind of shit on it because it's like supposed to be this big personal emotional thing and a lot of it sounds very like a put on almost right yeah. and they, obviously the best bands best emo bands are the ones that it's natural and it comes through but a lot of the, the criticism I think is that you know it's fake oh, yeah, that's like I had I mean even the bands that most emo people would consider emo like I never had any time for brand new or right. back Sunday because I was like it was. It seemed less cheesy than your Follow Boys, but it still seemed like it was a betrayal. Yeah, yeah. It's, so. it's, there's this a put on, right? There's some element yeah. of like showmanship about it. Like, yeah. yeah. In terms of like the ones who really broke out, I was. I, was, I thought Jimmy World right. should have been like. I don't want to hear about the Take Max on their brand new feud anymore. Right. Like this Jimmy World record, as recent as 2012, is really good. Oh yeah. <laughs> like try it out. But um, yeah, there's really. It's such a frustrating genre to be a fan of because yeah. there's so much that I just hate, and it's such so polarizing even for like the real passionate, yeah. passionate fans because it's like it, there's well, it means different things exactly. for different people too, right? So. And, and you could you could like smell it from a mile away that <laughs> that in, that insincerity is yes. so. Which sucks for a genre that's supposed to be sincere. Like yeah. it's it's like the clashing, right? It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So was there anyone that um, kind of influenced the acoustic side of things? Like, I mean, is there anyone you're listening to who had a heavy acoustic element or that just even folk singers in general that kind of fit with? I think, well, so my, my favorite band from when I was, like, 13 was Against Me. And um, I was such a nerd about music that I would only listen chronologically. Okay. So I got into the, I first heard the, the Crime EP. Pardon me. And then from there, like, I listened to their old, like, horrible cassette Demos tapes. and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then, like, the Crime of the Acoustic EP. So the, the further, when they were young, they were basically a folk punk band. Right. So that's how I kind of got into it. And um, for the past, I don't know, I still have a special place in my heart, but I just, I think the records kind of hit, hit a wall. Right. I did, like, New Wave, I really didn't like. I didn't, White and Cross, that was kind of their big breakout yeah, one, too, right? Like, White Cross was okay. And and then I thought they went back in the right direction with transgender dysphoria blues, yeah. but then the most recent record, Shape Shift with Me, that's the first record I didn't buy. Oh really? It's me. It's like it's such like this weird aging moment. Yeah. I don't like don't like it this anymore. anymore. Yeah. That happens though. That totally happens, yeah. especially when bands have been around for that long. Like there's a point where it's just like yeah. I still saw this tour, great tour, yeah. like as good a punk band live as you'll see still. But over the last seven or eight years. Uh, AJJ, they're now called. Right. They'll always be Jazz Jihad. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, they changed the name. Yeah. The Jihad thing? Yeah, the... like, they realized, I mean, when they started, like, they're they're very weird punks from Arizona. Who right. really liked freaking out old Republican Arizona racists. Right, right. And then they realized, as time went on, they're offending the wrong group of Right, people. they weren't offending the racists, they were like, offending the, yeah, exactly. yeah, the victims of racism. Yeah, yeah. 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 so they're, they're, like, immediately, like, 
uh, I can't remember what they like, got a letter or something and it just like clicked like, okay yeah <laughs> it's not good yeah. Big mistake. Yeah. They, they also admit like didn't ever think the band would work so it's kind of a joke yeah. name anyways I think it happens to a lot of people too they yeah. go with a shitty name and then it's like oh wait we're stuck with this mm-hmm. yeah they've been they've been my favorite for for a long time cool. now and, and I'm just listening to this one probably every day I actually just saw them on the 10 year anniversary tour for people who need people okay. in Austin cool. a couple weeks ago which oh, well. is crazy so there I thought you were here in Winnipeg where it's like minus 40 <laughs> exactly. this weekend yeah there he'll probably always be my biggest influence cool um I listen to a lot of Smith Street bands, so that's kind of getting me back to my folk punk roots. Right. Uh, I listen to, I don't know if you listen to Mount Erie at all. I know the name. I haven't yeah, I don't think I've heard the it. new record is just about uh, his his wife. His wife died like a year after they had their first, first okay. child. That sucks, yeah. And it's like kind of like void of poetry. It's just basically like a memoir of him describing okay. his wife dying and then after she died, it's just like, Oh, wow, it sounds, sounds heavy. Yeah, like I, I don't lyrically, I don't touch anything nearly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But like I, I, I'm sure the kind of, um, the, the kind of the song structures, I think, will be a little okay. reflective of that. Actually, I, I always forget to mention, but Jeff Rosenstock of all okay. people, I think, is probably going to be one of the bigger influences because I just listen to Rosenstock and AJJ so much. And uh, cool, but I don't really like. It's, it's weird I never like have a like I, I never really get into something and I try to write a record like that right so it's like it's not like you suddenly develop this folk fascination and like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the thing the thing I I listen to this band Heart Attack Man the most okay. and they're pretty like traditional emo band almost like grungy and there's nothing like what I'm playing now right of course yeah definitely not <laughs> but, but even like when it was Boys Club it would never be like okay let's, let's do like a traditional 90s emo record right often when I wasn't listening to that much it's like I think it's a, kind of like a maybe a void in, in I'll, I'll feel like there's a void in that genre that no one's feeling, so I'll okay. try to do it for myself. Right. But I mean, like, I don't like, like I don't like folk music if there's not like some something yeah. bizarre about it. It's like AJJ is a lot of folky stuff, but it's so weird. Yeah. And against me was, was folk punk and like Divide Ohio. I've been listening to again a lot. Right. But like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like your. Father John Missy. No, stuff. I can't. No, can't yeah, that either. I, know, I just, I don't. I, but my two, I've never like had a least favorite genre of music. It's just yeah. like least favorite vibe. I, I don't like. I don't like good time rock and roll. I don't right. like chill vibes. Chill like, folk. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna upset human. Like, yeah, it's got to be a little angsty. And yeah, so there's got to be some kind of like, despair to it. So in terms of a long way around that answer, Jeff yeah. Rose and Stocks gonna be a big influence. <laughs> right. I think. AJJ, I hope it's an influence because right, yeah, I yeah. love him so much. Well, I think what you just said was interesting though, because I, I agree with you that like, I mean, I definitely listen to some folk music for sure, but um, I, I find that the singers, especially with vocals, that are like the best uh, in any genre, are the ones that sound a little bit broken. Like yeah. it's not perfect. Like I. People give me shit all the all the time, but I, I can't stand the Beatles. They, they do nothing for me. It's just, and it's because everything is. My, my impression of why I don't like them is everything is too perfect. The songs are really beautifully written and everything, but every note is exactly where it should be. No one's missing anything up on the harmonies. It's all. It's too perfect. And I want to hear someone who. I want to hear someone like Neil Young, who is like his voice <laughs> is just yeah. like. But a lot of people hate it because it's so weird. And like there'll be a, a song with a ten minute guitar solo, and, and just, you know what I mean. I love that. It's just it's weird and better to me. Like the fact that it's it's got a bit of it's a little bit off. Like I always forget to mention Neil, but like he is he's been my god since oh, yeah. I yeah. was 
10 years old. Yeah, me too. And I just listened to him so much. I kind of took some time away, and then I've been listening to him a bunch again. Yeah. So I would imagine that would be cool in summer, it, yeah. 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 And another, uh, I never mentioned her, but Laura Stevenson. I love Laura Stevenson. Cool. I think her, like, walking the line between emo and folk is, like, the most... The mo like the way to do it. Like okay. I, I don't think I think it's better than like Mike and Sella or Owen does it. I think it's better than Into It Over It does it. I think she's the like the the role model. She's okay. the, she's a gold standard for how to, to walk that line and I wish I could do it as good as her someday. Um, oh there's one more they won't be an influence but I'm listening to a ton of Joan of Arc again okay. Okay. <laughs> that would be so shocking if anyone ever compared right. sorry to Joan of Arc but like, but that's kind of a weird thing that happens. I mean, not that specifically, but like I find that often you'd be listening to something and you pick out something strange, and like with friends bands and stuff, like oh, this sounds like whatever, and they're like, yeah. how did you how did you hear that? Like mm. it didn't. It was not obvious, but it's something in the background. will just like oh well, wow, yeah. cool. I think like definitely not the music, but kind of his, his approach to writing songs. Right. I think is is going to be it's it's helped inform how I've done this a lot because I've been I mean. Captain Jazz, one of my favorite bands. Right, yeah, yeah. And Joan of Arc's just so weird, but that <laughs> that noisy documentary that they did about him. Right. I've been putting on forever because I haven't actually seen it. But I saw that oh, it existed. I recommend. Yeah. Like, I, but I don't really like watch movies unless like I have the right buzz on. Right. <laughs> it's just like this weird habit right. of mine. So a couple couple weeks ago, I hit that perfect buzz, <laughs> and, and yeah, I was like, all right, tonight's movie tonight. time. I'm gonna feel the way I need to feel, yeah. and I watch it, and I was like, he is the, the most genius human being cool. of all time. So I think just like that, hopefully that attitude where you're just like really incapable of of doing anything but trying your hardest to right. write your favorite song. It's I a good think. good approach to yeah. take, I think, yeah, for sure. Why did you decide on Sawyer? I mean, it's a very emo name, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to put um, Zach Houston, which I mean, like I, I was told by my high school. By once by my high school drama teacher and then by one of my profs in my last degree that like it's one of the most showbiz names. It is a really good stage name. I mean, for real. I know, I know. But like, with with my job, it's I don't necessarily want to be able to be found on the internet as the guy who sings the songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, There's just like like the the code of conduct, right? (laughs) That that. uh, not necessarily my employer. I, I know they would. They're not. They have no problem with the music, but I know they. I'm sure they would prefer me not necessarily drawing much attention to. Right. With, with this to that, they're, they're good. They give me a lot of room to. It's like it's pro- professional occupation. And yeah. It's a lot of pretty stiff necked in a lot of, or stiff collared in a lot of circles, but they give me a lot of room to still be a human. Yeah. But like. Still, just want to keep them separate. Right? Yeah, like I don't, I don't want their business, or I don't want any people I work with, any clients, any uh, competitor, just like really being like, oh, here's this guy singing about yeah, but it's how he is drunk and sad. <laughs> right. This girl, it's like right. So <laughs> I think sorry, um, I just, I just, I, I, I wanted, I don't even know like what the inspiration was for it. Um, I kind of there was a, a period where I liked the the uh, one word hardcore yeah. names. I like first, like great. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought it was kind of cool, but, but that was like in that one font, right? The same hardcore font. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's it needed it needed a couple syllables because 
I mean, like, great is it's a cool name. It's a, good name. a cool name, but then people were just like, oh, thumbtack. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. People were just like, just a random object. Yeah. 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 So I, 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 never been a big hardcore kid, so it's right. odd that I took that inspiration. And I just think like, um, so much of the music comes from like a place of self self loading. I think one of the things that really turned me off of bands like Brand New and stuff was yeah. how like they demonize these women and stuff, and how everyone. Right. Everyone was like, I'm just a poor, misunderstood kid that's really good that everyone right, doesn't should, get. Yeah, yeah. There's something wrong with everyone else. And I think, I hope that my It's approach, kind of narcissistic, eh? Like, yeah, I hope yeah. our approach to music was a little more like, obviously like, I was upset with certain people, but like, it was like, I, tr- I don't think I tried to demonize anyone. I think I tried to keep my role. Right, like be honest about it, right? Like, and, yeah. like, yeah. and a lot of it's just, mm-hmm. uh, like, a lot of it's writing about like decisions I've made and things like that. So I think I, I like the self-loathing <laughs> approach to music, and yeah. so I thought like I wanted to come from a place of like guilt, like apology. And right. Sorry. So sorry, it works. Yeah. And it's like it's an, it's an actual word. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a real word. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it's it's rarely used. Right. Like you, you never really hear anyone say I'm sorry. Or, no. You know, it's never written and like. It's true. Yeah. It's it's kind of obscure. So I like that. Funnily enough, though. So many people thought it was like, Sorier? Is it pronounced <laughs> You're French, yeah. yeah no, Sorry. Yeah. So that's kind well, of I think it's descriptive of what it sounds like, too. I mean, like, it, yeah. You know, people could see that and be like, oh, I wonder what this is. And they probably wouldn't be too far off, like, when they, you know, thought of it. like, I mean, Boys Club was named after a ween song. Right, <laughs> so right. Like, and Boys Club didn't really sound like a ween at all. No. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's like, let's try. Yeah. Let's try and make it a little more thematic. Yeah, yeah, a little more on point. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you have an idea when the uh, the new release is going to come out? Like, do you have a good target for when you're going to put no it out? Target. No target. No, just whenever. No, I, think, um, I think I would like to play a show with the release. So. Right. Like the uh, official release party kind of deal. Yeah, and I like I always plan trips home just around things I want to do, and then try to <laughs> good. fit a, fit music into it. Right. But I think I might like try to plan a day. Cool, cool. Because it's harder to find a venue that works with your trip. It's easier to make your trip work with the venue. Uh, yeah, or absolutely. Yeah, plan a way ahead. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. So I would imagine springtime maybe maybe something like March cool I don't know I'm gonna wanna once it's recorded I'm gonna wanna put it out January 1st probably right but, but um, officially formally release it yeah. yeah if Sean's gonna help do something with it he likes to take it a little more seriously do it a little yeah. properly but like we've we'd always like we released ginger ale we recorded it like in June or something yeah we released it December 25th at 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one listened to of it. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I'll, I'll trust his, his ex- expertise. Well, he seems like he knows what he's doing. I interviewed him uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And it's like, I, it's really cool what he's doing there with the tapes, too. For like, sure. Especially just as a one, one-man operation. It's yeah, awesome. I yeah. can't wait till he starts doing vinyl and starts giving me a deal. So yeah, that'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's, it helps. I mean, I don't want to... Well, it's like the same thing you're saying. Well, I mean, Jordan, kind of, you know, in your back pocket, right? It's a guy you know who does a, is, does a really good job with what yeah. he does, and you can just contact him. And same thing with Sean, I'm assuming. Yeah, like I think me and Sebastian's or Sebastian and I's approach has always kind of been. It, it's not like <laughs> it's hard to explain. There's a way things are supposed to be done. Yeah, we just thought like, why not do it completely differently like that? Like we didn't. We never felt like we were making like a big statement. Yeah. But it was just kind of always. We we always had a fascination with being the only two two kids laughing. 
Right. So like, if we put it on this dumb time, it's funny to you. It's funny to yeah. us. Like, yeah. If we if we make these jokes at the show with these bands who like would actually be good to play with going forward, yeah. no one else is gonna get it. But we're you'll think it's so funny. Yeah. If we're playing at a nightclub in the Maples, open for a dad rock band <laughs> yeah. and playing Chop Suey. Yeah. Everyone's gonna hate it. Yeah. It's gonna be so funny. Did you actually do that? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was, the punkest and loneliest I've ever I felt. bet, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that sort of goes back to what you were saying earlier about the whole taking it serious thing, right? Yeah. I mean, there's some bands who would never do that or would never release the thing because they're all worried about marketing and, and yeah. business outside of things, whereas you're just doing it to do it. And yeah. I think like, we, we would have loved Boys Club to take off and yeah. to have not of course, yeah. had to go to work anymore. Yeah. But, like, how, how, much, how much work am I going to put into this got into law school yeah Bernard's in med school it's like our yeah. fallbacks are the, gonna be fine like, <laughs> probably uh, more successful yeah, than like, yeah like how can we justify going on tour this summer when we've got like tuition coming up yeah of course yeah and, and things like that so we from a pretty early age like we wanted people to listen to it we wanted people to like it but we knew we could probably never make it work yeah so then it's like why not just be as just well, then you can just do it, right? Without, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people almost make the mistake of starting off thinking, I mean, it's not a bad thing. Oh, we're going to be huge. It's a good attitude to have, I guess, to yeah. be that motivated. But most people don't become huge. Like ninety nine percent of bands don't make it, right? So it's yeah. like, yeah, it's better to I think go approach it like if you know you have other things going on that are going to take time away from it. Just be like, look, this is a fun thing. We're just going to do it. Here it is. We used to, three in the morning, on December twenty fifth. <laughs> we used to really frustrate Jordan because oh, yeah. he. Well, I mean, he's a professional at what he does, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he really wanted us. To do well, yeah, and he—I mean, at least to our face—seems <laughs> to really like the yeah. songs. And he'd, he'd always—I no, had him on. I think he—I think he says some nice things. Yeah, he'd, guys, yeah. he'd always be—he'd always be texting me. He'd be like, "You guys are playing these shows. Like, you got to do this to your website. Yeah, like, yeah. You got to do all this stuff." And we're just kind of like, "I don't know. Like, it's yeah. that's not really our vibe. Like, we got to just got to." Because I mean, it's not like we were getting off of Coke commercials. We're like, now we got to stay right. true to our personal politics. Right. But there's just. Um, we never wanted to take a stage band photo, which you yeah. need to do. Need to do yeah, yeah. We never wanted to have our Facebook post just be like, oh, like, so stoked to play with. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> tag everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we yeah. always wanted it to be yeah. kind of a joke. Well, that's, just part, that's a huge part of it now, too. Like, for people who are trying to succeed with a band, they, they have to... Yeah. Be doing social media, they got to do the business side of things. Most people are self-releasing stuff, so they got to handle yeah. all that shit. It's crazy. Like it's totally different than it was even 15 years ago. Like, yeah, like I'm not like I'm not against that. I don't I don't think people are are phony or, or yeah. nerds. For no, they're just trying to get the word out, right? Yeah, like, yeah. There's just we we just didn't think there was going to be much of a gap between what we could do with music and what they could do with music. Whether right. we did it uh, the way we wanted or not. So. Yeah, I'll let I'll I'll, I'll defer to Sean. Right, <laughs> right. In terms of release, right. Okay, yeah. Uh, he'll have to. Uh, he'll he'll, he'll have to let me know what is happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I surprised him with. I think it was the new boys club because he had the tapes ready. Yeah. And he was like, he was gonna do a CD release show or, or an EP release show. Yeah. And um, like the day I signed my contract for my new job, I knew I wasn't coming back to yeah. Winnipeg. I was just like. Right, it's gonna be on, on D Day. <laughs> it's like June sixth. Take yeah. it. And he takes me like, uh, yeah, sick, sick marketing. Scratch. Yeah, <laughs> great plan. Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah. But at least it's out there, right? I mean, yeah, it's yeah. out there. People can hear it. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of not wanting to do social media and all that stuff, if people are hearing you for the first time on this show, how do they find you? What do they? 
Uh, Bandcamp would be the best way. Okay. Um, just look up. Sorry, I don't remember what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll link to it on the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bandcamp. I got a Facebook page. Um, Doesn't sound like you use it a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like when I'm playing a show, I'll yeah, of course, I'll, I'll talk about yeah. it. When there's a new record coming out, I'll talk about it. But but you're doing like the daily updates just to update, right? I'll do some. I'll do something every once in a while. I'm just like I haven't been yeah. active. And Facebook's very good at reminding you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does stop reminding you. 123 likes on Sawyer. Yeah. And it also sucks that I have like hundreds less likes than on Boys Club. Yeah. I'm very proud of how high we got. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, all your fans haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. So I'll just like say something. I'm um, still alive. <laughs> yeah, 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 but like, no one, you can't see it because then like. The yeah, algorithm, the algorithm and all that sucks. Yeah. When. Like, we were a band before the algorithm, and that was a was, blast. Yeah, it was good, yeah. yeah. Back in the good old yeah. days, right? Yeah. Ah, seven likes, eight yeah. likes, <laughs> kill it. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, we won, or we won. Uh, we got the Facebook dollars for hitting a certain oh, nice. amount of engagement, which we never used. We considered, oh, like free advertising Yeah, we considered using it once, and then we, we played with Meatwave, and we... Went for drinks with them, and they're like, on principle, we would never use it. Oh, yeah. Heat waves. So <laughs> rad, so I'm not going to do it. Right, right. <laughs> I wouldn't want to let those guys down. They used to jam in Billy Corgan's garage. Right, so <laughs> their word is yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. above Facebook. By the way, if you haven't listened to I haven't, no, I'm going to look it up. From 2017. It's and it's called. Cool. Yeah, it's rad. Cool, check it out. Okay, so people should check out the, the obviously Bandcamp to get the music. I mean, there's the first tape, and by the time this comes out, the second one will probably yeah, be up there. Yeah, it'll be free. And pay um, what you want, pay zero, most people do. Cool. <laughs> My friend Bane pays $6.66 for most of the nice. stuff, which is always a treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good to see you show that, that show up on your yeah, yeah, nice. And then, uh, do you have anything coming up show-wise? Like, I mean, I know you want to do a, a release show at some point in the spring, maybe, but like, uh, here or at your new home, I guess? Like, Yeah, no, nothing, nothing... Um, Nothing on the horizon, okay. which is horrifying. Well, but we'll, we'll work it's a new year, right? It's about yeah. Yeah, 2018, you can figure that out later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I just played something December 8th. Oh, yeah, so it's not in, that. In yeah. Edmonton, and it was so hard to get on a bill I liked. So I'm right. like, I do that limp into Christmas, and then we'll see. <laughs> Record a new thing in one day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool, I okay. Want, yeah, I wanted to have something new, so I kind of like put the shows on the back burner until right. new things out. Right, and then you use that shows to promote the new thing, right? So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty easy. You get shows when you're solo because yep. you don't need to coordinate schedules. No, you just show up with a guitar basically. And yeah, yeah. yeah, I need to. I brought my own amp to the last show, which is oh, yeah. so annoying. Got to start borrowing amps again. Yeah, just that you don't need to carry, you just carry the guitar. Yeah, and I'm like anti gear. Yeah. The song's good, the song's good. Right, exactly. Yeah. Cares. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, so people should check out uh, the tapes, obviously, because um, they'll presumably both be out by the time. This comes out. Yeah, Sean really uh, likes to tell me how much money he puts in the tapes and how little how reward he gets, back, he gets yeah, from yeah. it. So buy the tapes. For yeah, Sean. please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just in the sense of like supporting a local label too, right? I mean, yeah. you can get it online, which is great. But tape, yeah, he's got he's physical. got so much free time because he's in no <laughs> bands. So right, right. Like, no, it's not like he's like twelve bands <laughs> or anything. Yeah, right? Something yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, if you want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. Uh, click on podcast. There's two hundred. 60-some podcasts there. They're all available free download streaming, including the Boys Club one from 2015, I want to say. Maybe? So. Something like that, and yeah. Fred Penner, of course. Fred Penner, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My first show, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. First show was, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1994. He was, oh, wow. <laughs> I think I saw, I mean, I definitely saw Fred Penner as a kid, which yeah, would have been earlier than that, but 
probably like 86 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that guy's a legend. Yeah, it was awesome to have on the show. But anyway, witchpoof.com, uh, UMFM, Sunday nights at midnight. You can hear older episodes of the show. So it's late December now we're recording this. Might not air till like May or something, but by then the album will definitely be out. <laughs> People can check it out. No, cool. Come see me live. Yeah, I can just go buy this right now. And yeah. you can overdub it later. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do a fake overdub voice, but I couldn't even couldn't even do it. Okay, awesome. Well, yeah. Uh, again, I'm glad glad that you're you know able to come in and do this on your one of yeah, your few days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it works so well. And like, yeah, the tape's good. People should check it out. And yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Thank there we go. You. Cool. Yeah.